Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is September 6, 2021 and how are you doing? HSP stands for Highly Sensitive People. Alrighty. Yeah, there's a lot of energy. (laughs) Again. So, we're going to talk a little bit more as to... um, know what's happening in terms of astrological energy and what we can do individually to help ourselves through it every day work on ways to be and stay calm and balanced yes it is true it is so necessary I'm recording this in a different area again. Uh, the same place I did last week, but it's different from where I normally record. So if you hear any extra, you know, a- air swirling around, I'm trying to keep cool. All right, in more ways than one. So let's, you know, I think it's too exhausting to get too in depth on the past week, but I will just kind of take a look see. Um, Mercury's in Libra. That's cool. Um, some stuff going on with Neptune retrograde, having to do with clearing out karmic energetic cycles, dealing with addictions. Addictions is, runs the gamut. Emotional, codependent, obsessive, compulsive, could be physical addictions, having to do with drugs or alcohol or food, sugar. Um, you know, mental addictions, whatever that might be. So I think it's a little much to ask of people to, uh, you know, totally clean up their acts. (laughs) But from my perspective, I mean, what worked for me is doing a little bit at a time. So if you take a, an unhealthy habit and you just shift it to slightly healthier that is certainly better than what it was before so you're better off so work on that if nothing else Um, we had Mercury trine Saturn retrograde having to do with work career long-term goals relationship to authority innovative ideas because it's Saturn's in Aquarius Mercury is in Libra, has to do with relationships, and uh, Mercury is the mind. Libra also has to do with balance because it's the scales. We could all use more balance. Um, so the mind, how are we using the mind? Take, take some time to focus on how you think and what you think and what you communicate because that is important. And then we had a square between Venus and Pluto retrograde. That was yesterday. So some kind of action in terms of um, healing with something regarding shadow side stuff, most likely. I mean, Pluto retrograde, that's all sex, death, and taxes, right? On the inner Phoenix rising from the ashes, but we all have 
pain and trauma and drama to heal. So it probably came up in some way and you're likely feeling it today too because it lasts a few days on either side of the square, I imagine. But good news, today's the 6th and remember I was going on and on about the 6th in the last podcast because there is a lot happening. There are three trines, Mars and Pluto is one, Venus and Jupiter is another, and the Sun and Uranus retrograde. Those are all retrograde, by the way. You know, it's there are so many retrograde planets and they're all like one right after the next. Isn't that fascinating? So on one half of the astrological wheel spanning from like Capricorn through Gemini. We have, um, you know, if you're looking at it with Aries being in the first house, some of you probably don't totally get this. That's okay. Just know, just picture a circle and then put a line down vertically down the center of it. Okay. On the left half, you have all retrograde planets in Chiron. So there's Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, Neptune, Chiron, Uranus, and the North Node. All retrograde. Now the North Node is commonly, uh, that's retrograde a lot. That goes back and forth. But the fact that they span like one sign after the next. In uh, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. is very interesting because if you take the right half of the circle, right? If you remember, there's that vertical line down uh, the center. So there, the rest of the planets and the moon and the sun are in two signs, exactly. Libra and Virgo. So we have Venus, Mercury, Mars, the sun, and the moon all in these two signs. So it's just, it's very interesting looking. I mean, not only are the retrogrades and um, direct planets separated through um, like the hemispheres or whatever of the astrological wheel, but then it's like the directs are concentrated into two signs and houses and the retrogrades are spanning six signs and houses so um it's very it's like triangular i mean it's very cool to me i'm finding something very cool about it but i just thought i'd share that with you for anyone who um might find it interesting I find it interesting, but I don't really know why. I don't really know why. <laughs> I just uh, think it's aesthetically, there's, it's of interest somehow, energetically and aesthetically. But just know there's a lot of retrogrades happening, right? So keep on healing, keep on dealing with your muck and yuck and making sure that you're doing the best you can. You know, I am all about like, trying to live a best life and I know it's possible but 
it's up to the individual to want it bad enough. It takes stubbornness. It takes determination. It takes like patience. Oh my word. It takes forgiveness. It takes um, like forgiveness work not only for others but for ourselves. Self-love, huge. Huge. And it's can be very, very um, oh, hard. It can be hard. So it bums me out a little bit because I'm beginning to realize that perhaps it's not as simple for people to access that what it takes to have the determination to live a best life. I was kind of lucky because as tragic as my childhood was, from a very early age, I was like, ah, F this. You know, I saw my parents. I, I mean, it played out on the daily in my life till the moment I moved out as a, um, after graduating, you know, high school, going to college. But, um, and then it was like trauma and drama of my own making. <laughs> but until that point, you know, I just said, oh, this isn't for me. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I saw the way my parents were and um, the misery, misery. I don't know any other word to describe it. And um, they were both very ill and of poor health, like on all levels of being. It's horrible. So um, I guess most people don't really have that example <laughs> to drive them. But I want to encourage people because I know how possible it is to make positive change. It, it really is. And it can. Things can be really easy too. It's not necessarily just a drag and hard all the time. But it does take persistence. But any kind of success takes persistence. Anyone will tell you that. Um, anyway, I hope this is helpful. I hope I'm not bumming you out too much. Be persistent. Be stubborn. Want it bad enough for yourself. You got to want it. Right? So I hope enough people want it. Especially now. Because there's a lot of struggle. That's happening. A lot. On like. Several different levels. So. um, People have to. Want. A better life for themselves. In terms of feeling better. You know. Better health. Um better resources what have you um, and uh, strive for it and look for it and work for it and believe it can happen and adaptation people are going to have to adapt really adapt in different ways and I did I did look you know and I'm afraid that can piss people off because I have been through it I have been through the ringer And uh, my husband and I, we were in such financial straits that we ended up downsizing to the point where we moved into an RV and then we moved into a smaller RV. Our first one was quite large. And and before we got like a real good understanding as to how to to camp in a safe and... um, fiscal fiscally responsible manner because you can do it on the cheap absolutely look up um i think it's cheaprvliving.com 
There's lots of resources there. Bob Wells. At any rate, before we discovered all that, we just stayed constantly in RV parks as we traveled. And it was very, very expensive. And what, mo what little money we had, we hemorrhaged um, from that. But it has come back around because um, through all our adventures and me going through breast cancer and breast cancer recovery and then, um, you know, finding, we have found a location that we like and lucky enough to have some land now. So things come through in ways that can't be predicted is what I'm trying to say. And, um, and I've lived it. So, and I truly, I, I know that I'm not alone in this kind of thing because this is what the self-help industry is based on. There are plenty of people with first-hand stories of, um, you know, miraculous things, seemingly miraculous things, uh, instances of serendipity and good luck that have occurred that has positively changed lives. So it's, it's absolutely possible. And I think it's possible for anyone. I guess that's it for my sermon now. <laughs> Let me move on to the astrology for the week. Mm -hmm. So adapt is what I'm trying to say. Or I was talking about the importance of adapting. And that might require moving, changing jobs, um, you know, finding where and how and to uh, live in another area that is offers more in terms of support. Okay, all right. I hope that was helpful for someone. Um, so it's the sixth, big day. Oh, there's that new moon I forgot to mention too. New moon in Virgo. So it's big with all these trines. Yum. All right. And then we're not having anything until the eighth, which is an opposition between Mercury and Chiron retrograde. Uh, so that can be a bit of a stressful push-pull kind of energy with healing. Chiron's all about healing, anger, and rage. So having to do with um, your goals, your personal goals, how to move forward, relationships, balance, all of that could come into play. And of course, what you're learning, you know, and how you're communicating. Um, Venus moves into Scorpio on the 10th. That's pretty cool. Uh, look more into it yourself if you are so called and then there's like um, semi sextile between Jupiter and Pluto on the 11th and then the next thing I'm really being drawn to is the Sun opposite Neptune retrograde on the 14th so that takes us into next week so you know, there aren't any, there isn't anything really jumping out at me in terms of um, 
energies to be cautious of or conscious of particularly, which is good. <laughs> I'll take it, right? Those trines, I think the trines that happened today and that new moon, that's really good energy and it's going to last um, for a few, quite a few days. So that's good. And remember, new moons is a good time to figure out what you want to grow in your life in terms of furthering a goal and it's in Virgo so that's all about health work daily routines the daily routines that support our health and work and being of service even like humanitarianism humanitarianism do you remember that remember that peeps I've volunteered several times in my life I used to volunteer as like a little candy striper back in the day at a physical rehabilitation center I uh, volunteered um, I have volunteered like in different ways another one was um, why am I blanking oh I worked with horses a couple times like equine therapy and that is so rewarding and that's uh, people with different physical um developmental disabilities or what have you they are able to strengthen muscles and gain confidence and all kinds of positive things from riding on a horse and there's other things uh, the important thing is to know it does exist it is a good thing so maybe figure out how what you can give of yourself to make the world a better place the world needs it right now I'm, so, I'm in such a mood all right so I'm going to move to the guidance card portion of the podcast right now. I hope you enjoyed that astrological portion. And I use the Osho Zen Tarot. I'm now going to shuffle and ground the deck and energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to do some conscious breathing and clear your mind. And I will be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, I'm back. Do, do, do. <laughs> All right, please flip over card for listeners to be conscious of in this next week. Living a best life. La la la. Okay, we have the Queen of Swords, morality. So, Queen of Swords is about um, detaching from emotions, being very clear, being somewhat cold. But it's knowing what to get rid of in your life and cutting it out. Um, so we're all going through, I think, a phase right now where we're sort of figuring out what works, what doesn't work. I mean, there's so, there is so much toxic energy out there in terms of relationships. It's unbelievable. Um, and as I said that, 
the Knight of Swords flipped out, fighting. So before I move on from the Queen, I just want to say in the Osho Zen, this Queen of Swords is pretty toxic looking. I mean, there's this this gray kind of smoke, which is always indicative of kind of like a mucky, yucky mindset. And um, you can't really see the queen. You can only see part of her face and her hands, but she's green. She's kind of colored in this sickly green color. And, um, and she looks like puritanical kind of, I don't know, kind of religious somehow, but she's got these bars, like prison bars. Um, two, it, it, she's like a fantastical looking like figure. <laughs> so you see part of a face and you see your hands, but there's no body, but beyond the bars are covering the body, but beyond the bars, you can see beautiful healing, like sunset or sunrise. And you can even see outer space and the moon, which is always indicative of God, universal energy, source spirit. God being shorthand for good, you absolutely need that connection for a foundation for any kind of uh, best life. You have to have self-love. You have to want to be something close to happy, right? And you have to have a connection with God, universal energy. That's my take anyway. So um, this Knight of Swords fighting that came out is also very kind of toxic looking in the Osho Zen. It features a knight who is enraged. His eyeballs are bloodshot. He's got his fists clenched. And there are people fighting in the mists behind him. Because again, there's all this like gray smoke. So, you know, and these are titled morality and fighting. So is there something within you individually that has to do with your morals and values that is causing you some disruption and some um, uh, frustration and anger because there's different ways to take the cards and one of them is literally from what they're titled but uh, it's also telling me in the traditional tarot, the Queen of Swords is all about getting very clear, knowing what to cut out, detach from emotions. Knight of Swords is fast moving energy with like um, a new idea, some sort of communication. It's not necessarily negative. Both of these are negative. It's not negative in the traditional tarot. It's just um, all about the mind and getting clear and all about communication. So think about all of that and figure out how it best fits your individual life and situations. Let's see if there's anything else. It's definitely about like getting calm and balanced and work, you know, um, getting uh, working through the muck and yuck of the mind. Now we have seven of wands, stress, <laughs> morality, fighting and stress. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> So, this card features a little, like, clown figure guy. Um, he's got three legs, and he's juggling. He's sit standing on a, a bubble. I assume he's dancing, like, on a bubble or a balloon. That's about to be popped by his trained monkey. Now, this 
um, clown guy is juggling a bunch of lit candles and he's blowing a trumpet and he is um, it's very frantic energy so stress there is more than enough stress in everyone's life you can pick and choose so do what you can to clear it out again there's a lot here to get clear on and about and breathe I mean if you don't know what it feels like to have a calm mind and to clear out your thoughts I think that's the first thing you can work on when it comes to dealing with this kind of um, energy now in the traditional tarot the seven of wands features a, a guy who's like on a um, he's on a cliff kind of overhang and he's above six other people below him they're holding up their wands or their staffs trying to reach him but they can't so the figure is in a relatively safe position because he's up above and he's taking a stand against these people who are trying to reach him below it can be about taking a stand it can be about um, defending something when it comes to your views or what you want to do decisions in life but being like you know don't let other people mess with you in terms of if you really want if you feel strongly about something you know taking a stand for what you want who you are who you want to be so that all comes into play okay so let's see Osho Zen do you have any positive like cards that people can focus on when dealing with all this muck and yuck and the page of cups turned over yay titled understanding and this is the card that features the white dove inside a, a cage of some sort but the door is open and the birds preparing to fly out and join a whole flock of other white doves and there's like two four six eight ten like 14 other doves or something I don't have the exact number but it's a lot so um, yeah so sorry <laughs> um, it's a beautiful card of freedom flying free um, being released birds of a feather like joining a um, like-minded you know peaceful energy um, being released from something and you know what remember there's bars this is the second there's bars that are enclosing this queen of swords in and um, there's bars from the on the bird cage here with the open door so release yourself from these negative energies Woo! and pages are very sweet they're young kind of inspired or um, enthusiastic energies and cups has to do with beautiful emotions love the most powerful thing there is um, so page of cups could be something new coming in new communication uh, page of cups is very sweet very sweet sweet energy 
So focus on that. And we got Nine of Cups. Laziness. Now, Nine of Cups is the card. It's a very good card of wish fulfillment. Um, a very positive card. In the Usha Zen, it's a bit more negative. Again, there are a few cards that can be, um, that are viewed a little more negatively in the Usha Zen. Not too many. Five, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but it features a guy with his piña. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm wondering if I have to get a, a drink. <coughs> so, <coughs> I'm going to continue forward. <coughs> Interesting. So, <coughs> I think <coughs> my voice is so weird. <coughs> I think we're just going to focus on the positive and not talk about the negative. So be lazy. Who cares if you're a little lazy? Look, something good is coming. Enjoy it. Take a break. Put your feet up. Be lazy. Treat yourself. There's a wish fulfillment coming. And, um, the more you deal with figuring out what you need to cut out in your life, healing the anger and rage in your life, and um, balance, balancing out the stress in your life, the bigger the reward will be. So there you go. That's, that's nice to know, right? There's good stuff happening. There's a wish fulfillment coming. That's always good. It will not be in vain. So, final card. For peeps. As we wrap up the reading. But I think definitely that Nine of Cups is meant to be taken as positively as it can. And it, you have permission to be lazy. Alright, we got three final cards. Or four, oh, five. Ooh, but they're great. So we have temperance, integration, judgment beyond illusion, seven of pentacles, patience, three of pentacles, guidance, and queen of wands, sharing. Now, look, before, like in those first three cards or the first two, it was all gray and kind of gross looking and, the, you know, it's bleh. These cards are brilliant rainbow hues. Each card is gorgeous to look at. The energy is lovely. I am loving it. Temperance is healing, balance, patience. It is gorgeous. There is the sun, the moon, a swan, an eagle, a crystal, rainbow hues, uh, fire imagery, water imagery, the snake imagery, yin yang, outer space. Gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Judgment card features a butterfly and a meditating face. Third eye chakra is emphasized. Judgment is about true vocation, um, a calling in life, forgiveness and being forgiven, being absolved from the past, not letting it hold you back anymore, being reborn. Speaking of being reborn, the Seven of Pentacles patience here features a pregnant woman 
and uh, the moon cycles are above her head. Gorgeous rainbow colors. Um, she is uh, very beautiful, holding her belly and very peaceful looking. But yeah, so you are being reborn in um, any number of ways, or you're giving birth to new projects or um, people. <laughs> Some of you might actually be pregnant. Three of Pentacles is next. Guidance. This is the only card in the deck that features like an actual angel. I love it. I love, love, love. It's like my second favorite card, I think, other than um, Behind the Star. I also really like the Magician. And the High Priestess, come to think of it. Anyway. And this Temperance card. But, no, I gotta say. I think it's the star and then this card, this guidance card. I just love it because the colors are so beautiful. And it, you know, you have guidance and protection from like loved ones, guardian angels, you know. Clue into that. Ask for help. It's there for you. Three of Pentacles is working with others to, in a group for like, like on something. And that could be working with your guardian angels too. On yourself. On healing yourself. Next you have sharing. Queen of Wands. She rocks. There's light, there's fruit, sustenance, gold, jewelry. She's wearing a, a tiara, a crown, flowers, luxurious fabrics. It's like got this golden light. Oh, it's so lovely. And Queen of Wands is confident. She is um, social. She is, you know, she's the hostess with the mostest. This energy is gorgeous. So look for it. Be it. Bring it in. <laughs> Intend it for yourself. You're becoming a butterfly. You're transforming. You're alchemizing. Integration. So remember that. Integration, beyond illusion, patience, guidance, sharing. Share the share good stuffs too. If you can, when you can. All right. Bottom of the deck, six of swords, the burden Six of Swords is getting through it. It is the light at the end of the tunnel. It is uh, getting to calmer waters. And through the, the storm of like, you know, all this, um, just pick any number of tragedies that seem to be happening simultaneously. <laughs> and, um, but getting through it, okay? Uh, it is a successful, you know, coming out of a difficult time. All right. I hope that was helpful to you. I think it was. And as always, stay tuned for more. Um, I always send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.